everybody. Welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. For any new listeners, I'm your host Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. You're welcome, everybody. How y'all doing out there? It is the first of June. Well, not it's the first, but it's the first week of June. Yeah. Pride Month. Pride Month. The best month. Again, another part of the year that's really special to you. And sacred to everybody <laughs> in this this world. Why is it so special? It's special because your girl was born in June. Oh, uh, shit. I'm a cancer, if anybody wants to know. The best sign. <laughs> the, best the best sign. Now, listen, we don't talk about those July cancers. Sorry, something wrong with them. Chemical imbalance. But Not a chemical June, imbalance. <laughs> <laughs> Us June cancers, we get it cracking. I don't know about them bipolar uh, Gemini's before us and then <laughs> them chemically imbalanced cancers in July, and then here come them conceited Leos after. But whoa, you got to chill out in with June, that. June, end of June to be specific. Happy birthday, early birthday. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are we going to be talking about today? All right. Um, so. I guess it's an interesting kind of conversation. Um, we're discussing co-parenting. In, in particular, um, can you have a platonic uh, friendship relationship uh, between adults if you are co-parenting? Okay, like can you be friends with like your baby daddy, baby mama, whatever, mm-hmm. while you're trying to co-parent help? Yep, yep. Okay, I mean... I've had, I have a couple experiences, like, with our daughter, you know, that was with a different relationship, and, you know, the co-parenting for the first couple years was, it was good, I mean, when you're young, you're still figuring things out, um, but for the most part, I would say the co-parenting was good, um, until you start getting in a new relationship, and people start getting in their feelings, it seems like, that's when I feel like the co-parenting fell off, um, and, you know, when you're in a relationship, you talk about all the things you want to do if something happens, right? Like, oh, if we break up, we're going to still be friends, you know. Yeah. Because that's kind of like how we started off. We were friends first. So I'm right. thinking, you know, no matter what, we would still be friends. And that's just not the case. And I feel like with guys in particular, my experience, um, they talk a big game until you break up and they get in their feelings and they try to act like they're not. They don't care, and then they don't want to be friends. And it can only enhance the co-parenting and the relationship you both have with your kids if you can be civil and at least be friendly. I'm not asking anybody to be best friends, but I feel like at one point we were friends like during co-parenting, and then it just fell off. And honestly, I don't feel like it was on my part. But I guess it's fair. Um, I, I myself haven't had a... Uh, like a traditional experience in that, yeah. um, but I do see the the uh, where the value can come where if having an extra like parent, if you will, from like the child's perspective, yeah, it's like you know even better for for them. So for our daughter in particular, you know, um, for that relationship for you to change, I think it's like a. Not a missing puzzle piece because she's not lacking, but it's definitely like an additive that could be used. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the resource isn't just isn't there. 
And I think it loses a bit of fairness for the child in the mix of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can, like, Power Ranger this shit. It's morphing time, you know. Right. Pterodactyl, Sabertooth type. Like, you can have all your elements work together, you know. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, in, in my case, it was good for a little bit, and then it fell all the way off. And I think if you want to have a friendship or at least a civil, friendly relationship with your ex so you guys can co-parent good um i think that or you they need to be good parents i don't see you being friends friendly civil if one party is being a shitty parent whether that's the mother or the father there's no way in hell and if there's people out there that can literally say i'm best friends or i'm friends with my baby daddy baby mama but they are shitty parents. Like, what the fuck? What planet are you on? Because that those things don't go together. I've I've heard that before in my own personal experience with mm. uh, my with my mom. Uh, she has gone on record saying to me all my life. So oh, wow. let, let that be known all my life um, that my uh, my biological father is her best friend, which. You know, at the time of being younger and uh, just a child, you know, um, nascency and naivety kind of, you know, led me to believe like, oh, all right, whatever. Right. You know, but then when you, as you get older um, and abandonment issues set in, <laughs> you kind of get to a, to a degree when you start looking at it and go, how can that individual be your best friend when your best friend wasn't even taking care of his actual responsibility. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's 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 rather interesting. It it made me when 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 you and I uh, actually talked about it uh, before, just in passing. You know how we do. Um, it made me go. I want to. I want to probably ask my mom uh, that question. Like, hey, how does he qualify for that type of like label or title or whatever you want to say it is and yet the responsibility um of a best friend and of a like a you know just a sperm donor like what you should should do you know what right. i mean uh he didn't do any of that bullshit like at all and still this nigga was like your best bud when you break down best friend, now i ain't been nobody best friend in years decades looking ass but when you break down best friend Especially being a woman, there's stuff we will go, we will go lengths to help a best friend out. You need money, you need a babysitter, you need help going somewhere, you need food. Best friends are kind of like a second spouse, or the, probably your first spouse ever, in a sense, right? Um, without putting any kind of gender labels. Your best on friend it. is really genuinely like your real first, like a true intimate relationship without yeah. being like fully intimate you know what i mean so when you are a best friend to someone that means that they are with you through thick and thin and when i did hear your mother say like oh he's always been my best friend it didn't didn't make sense to me because when i hear you as a child talk about you know not your dad not being around not doing shit especially when you needed him being young with sickness and then in college when things went to shit it was like, <laughs> it was like, wait, hold on, where the where the best friend at? Where the best friend? Where the father first, then the best friend? You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't make sense to me. There's no way. There's nobody who can tell me and, because I will argue you down. You cannot be friends with your baby father, baby mama, and they're being they're a shitty parent. That just doesn't make sense. 
Yeah, I think that allows them too much leeway to just not take care of things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's excusable. Because you could excuse your best friend for doing shit at that point. You know what I mean? To the, right. To, to a certain degree, it almost gives them a bit of a wiggle room to just fuck up and, like, be indifferent about things and let it go and not really have to take, like, accountability for shit. So, because you know your best friend. You love your best friend. Right. It's just my best friend. So, like... You can sweep shit under the rug, and I don't think, like, a child should be swept under the rug. When you get intimate, you stop sweeping stuff under the rug. So that's the difference with friends versus an intimate mate, right? Like, and then not only that, when you become a a parent, like, you're not sweeping shit under, if you're a good parent, you're not sweeping that shit under the rug. I cannot imagine being best friends with my ex, and I'm, and he's being shitty. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's a, No. Like, that calls for us to not be friends anymore, you know? Because those are major things that's happening. My child's crying. My child's sitting on the stoop waiting for your ass, you know, like a Lifetime movie. Like, we're not friends no more. There are things that stop friendships, like children <laughs> and responsibilities. Yeah. I, so I just, It just makes no sense to me. I want to ask my mom that. You, you, you may be ask. very curious. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess you, you never caught it, but then when she said it, to me and then when you said it too i was like this just is not making any sense to me but like i said all my life it's been like a, a just a thing like he was my mom's best friend wasn't is was because he's dead now i want to make my no, joke and i'm not mm-hmm, going to jesus is listening <laughs> he's listening to you but um yeah i i just it it's really interesting to think that he is or was or whatever my mom's best friend and yet no accountability or responsibilities ever taken you know what it would be different if you did not say she's been saying this all your life if she didn't say it until you got older and when he got sick when he got sick then i would be like oh because that's he's sick. excusable because yeah. he's sick right and, and like emotions about, and empathy and feelings right and shit. you're thinking about only the good times versus right. 30 years of shitty yeah time. just 30 years of nothing I don't think a year, two year, three year intimacy, and then when they've grown for like a year or two, you know, that constitutes for forgetting. Yeah, like, all oh, this nigga made it outside the, the house and now, so like, it's good. He's he's a full grown adult. We're okay. Like, no. Let me tell you something about being a cancer, and let me tell you something about being Erica with a K. I, I don't forgive and I don't forget. So Jesus we ain't Christ, friends. We know. We ain't friends. <laughs> I got you put your hand out to shake it. I'm slapping it, you know, because I'm gonna think about my kid. Like that's the most irritating thing to me. If you want to get to me, <laughs> it's like fuck with my kids. Yeah. And then I'm fucking with your bald headed grandma. I'm fucking with your daddy. I'm fucking. I'm going for the jugular. Yeah, yeah. What did Tamar mom say? Hit him in the jugular. Like my kids don't fuck with. So I'm never gonna be able to be friends with you if you're like shitty. So it's just not. It's not a thing. But um, I think you can have healthy relationships with someone once you get the co-parenting down and they're good and you guys are communicating i think that you can be friends it takes the communication side of things to keep that stuff kind of rolling you kind of got to be like in like the mix of things in order for that co-parenting to even start to develop you know what i mean I, you can have a healthy relationship. It's about communication, making sure that you guys are good. There's no feelings still there because sometimes the reason why you guys can't communicate is because people still have feelings. And, you know, one party has feelings, one party has moved on. 
And as much as people like to think that they're so mature and I'm over it, there's people who still yearning for their raggedy baby daddy, raggedy baby mama, and it's not about y'all relationship anymore. It's about, you know, I guess the relationship with your child and you guys both coexisting. Can it happen? Yes. I feel like I had that experience with him and it worked for a little bit, but things change. It can happen. You can. You just got to take feelings out of it and you need to be mature because mm. with your kids, they're going to look at that and um, they're going to feel like, oh my God, like my parents never got along. Every time I hate them being together, I hate them being around each other. Yeah. And that's not the type of energy you would want to see, especially if they've been separated already or, you know what I right. mean? There's already that division there. If they're actually co-parenting to that degree and they're getting along, then you could be like, oh, you know, it was, uh, you know, I was, I'm something that just happened between them, but they're still cool. So this means that this could work. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I had a friend who she was dating a guy with kids and, um, her boyfriend and then his ex, they were cool. And she ends up being really, like, close with the baby mama. And I was like, this could work. I never seen it. And I was like, this can work. She wasn't insecure about, oh, if my boyfriend goes up there to pick up the kids, well, could there be anything? No. She would talk to the woman on her own. I mean, that is a dream because, God forbid, something happens to me. You know, like right now, I have underage kids. So I can only hope that one day we can get to a point where we're friends so that you're friends with him as well. And if something happens to me, you guys can talk and it doesn't feel like anybody's demanding anything and you guys are not talk to each other. You know, it's like, can we be mature? It's not about you. It's about the kids. The kids. Yeah, so. I am. Um, for, for the record, I've always tried to like be as communicative and friendly as possible oh yeah absolutely so <laughs> you can't help other people some people when they feel like they got this old school mindset of like oh i'm not gonna come around because i don't want to i don't want to start nothing with your dude let me t- tell you something do you, you think that could nothing. be a uh, proponent as to why certain people suck at the relationship side of things of co-parenting because they feel they might be imposing on things i think so but it's like i i would have a mindset of it's not I don't give a I don't give a damn about what you and this guy or what you and this girl are doing it's uh-huh. about me and my kid uh-huh. so like I said before take the feelings out of it because I've seen it in my own childhood which I'll talk about in in a little bit but I've seen where it was like I don't care who's around this my kid these my kids right you know we're cool nobody's gonna get in the middle of that it's about conversation too so if you are doing really well with your ex, co-parenting, you guys have a friendly relationship, I think if you're bringing someone in, like a, a new boyfriend, girlfriend, and it's time for you to bring them around the kids, you should speak to your ex first so that there's just make sure there's a line drawn in the sand. There's no disrespect. This is a person. I want you to know how much they mean to me. Communication. Yeah. When you don't, then things yeah. happen, fights happen miscommunication happens arguing in front of kids happens and you you might be the one left to choose and you're in the middle and you had everything going for you but you didn't communicate to both sides right yeah oh yeah that's that's interesting that is very very interesting i don't i I don't think i've ever uh 
if 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 I may get into my personal with my mother, mm. uh, I don't think I've ever witnessed a like an actual try or them be like friendly whatsoever. My, them being my biological father and my mom, right? Whenever I was interacting with them, like with, like like I said, there's been maybe a handful of times I've seen my father. Yeah, they when they interacted, it was it was I. But it wasn't like best friend. That's material. what I was say. Y'all besties and y'all. Yeah, it wasn't best friend ish. You know what I mean? There was always a bit of uh, negative tension that I, f- I felt that was palpable between everybody because I was he ain't like, doing what he's supposed to do, and so you can't call that nigga your best friend. Yeah. So it's it's so interesting, so interesting. I, you know what? And just speaking about that, you know, we took a break for like two years in our yeah, marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took a break for two years. But we really co-parented really good. You know, you never really left. Because those kids belong to me and I care about them. Right. So it was like when we broke up, it was really like, okay, what is the schedule going to look like? And you never really changed your habit Monday through Friday. It was just like you're here, you're doing the normal. And then it was the only difference is that because we're separated, the weekends were like, okay, now I'm leaving. I'm going to my my apartment. Yeah, right, right. Um. And the good thing is that I had the experience. So I knew what I – I felt like I knew what I wanted, like what I uh, expected from you. Uh And you did really well with that because I think with my my first relationship with my daughter's dad, it was like you're young, you're immature, you still got feelings. In the beginning, it was rocky. And then we finally, after like a year or two, finally – kind of got it together it only took a little bit of time for us to get it together like me and you when we separated right it was a little bit of communication i was upset though like weekend wise it doesn't mean you're off it means that (laughs) yeah you can leave and there's space so we don't have to see each other's face and and try to work out issues yeah but i think my issue was that sometimes when i needed you like calling you you never picked up and I'm like, get your motherfucking ass on the damn phone. <laughs> Shit. I caught up on so much sleep. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You know, when you're a mother, you don't get no sleep. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're in a relationship or not. Okay? Oh, man. That was but it. We, we, we co-parented really well. I think um, when it was the thing funny. being is during that period of time, my own children have expectations of me. Yeah. And then... As someone who's already suffered from abandonment twice, well, three times if you really want to think about it, <laughs> uh, like from a young age up, I was like, I can't like not take care of them. You know what I mean? Like they should not be uh, collateral damage for what me and you are going through. They should see no difference. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be real, no real true difference in their lives as far as quality of life goes you know what i'm saying yeah and that made me really like step into the gonna keep going gotta keep doing you know at least for them that's what's important you know what in my experience you know i feel like you know some guys who have that abandonment issue they talk a good game like oh yeah you know I didn't have my dad so I'm gonna be bad and they don't it's like you're falling into the not falling into a trap but you're doing the same fucking cycle 
There am, are men out there who do that. Like, I don't have a dad, and they still do the same cycle. I am a man who likes to learn his lessons and That's not it. repeat the same mistakes. That is, that is fact. Yeah. I try to get, like, a lesson out of any and everything, to be honest. It could be the smallest of lessons. Ah, but I learned something, you know? So You're always on the search for knowledge. Yeah, that's 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 big for me. And so when it when I um when I told you like, hey, like I'm gonna still take care of my shits because they're yeah. my shits. Like I mean that, and uh, that's just on top of it by itself. I knew I was going to do that just as much as like um, the assuredness of when I was a, a a teenager and I was like, when I have kids, I won't leave them. I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't do that. Like, long, long ago. You when, know what I mean? When you had issues with, like, like father issues, did you ever think growing up, like, I don't want to have kids? There was possibly two separate moments in time I can think of where I was like, yeah, maybe I just I don't want the, to, to actually have children. Like, because I didn't yeah. trust myself to, like, know if, like, I could be a father. You know what I mean? That's the thing about men who don't have their fathers around. Yeah. It's because they don't know how to be a father because they didn't have one. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, my, my, my stepdad or my dad was there, but, like, he was a provider. And, like, we've discussed on a prior podcast before, he was only a provider. It wasn't necessarily a father at all. So, like, my mom can't teach me how to be a man yeah. and a father. You know what I mean? So, I like, raise a man child. What do I do? I, I I end up learning from things on TV, understanding myself and what I want from a father and what I aim to be yeah. from a young age, and it's kind of worked in my favor now. My kids love the fuck out of me, so I can't really, you know what I mean? I can't complain. Or so you think. I do. I do. <laughs> you know what? Like, growing up, so my parents were married, and I, I, you know, I can't really grasp the year. I think around third grade, they got a divorce. Um, so early on. Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't care. I was like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> no shit. Care. Um, but one thing about my dad, and I don't know if anyone else noticed this, is like when they first like broke up, and a lot of my siblings won't remember this, but I'm the oldest. My dad had an apartment that was in the building next to us, so he never. And then Left. when we moved. Huh? He never really left. He never really left. My dad's my dad's presence is always going to be known. Like, we moved clear across town to the west side, right? My dad gets an apartment that's, like, five minutes away. So I'm so used to – I had a dad in my life, right? You know, um, through the good and the bad, right? There was times <laughs> where I was like, why can't you be, like, everybody's dad in the neighborhood and just go – you said through the good and the bad, right? Well, you know, because, you know, being the, having the only dad on the block, especially when I moved to the west side, it was like, there was no dads in sight. It was deserted. <laughs> Nothing but single women. You know, you outside playing catch with your dad, and you see the kids, like, looking at him like he foreign, like, who is this grown boy? They're coming out through the weeds and shit, looking right, at like, like, what like is that? The whiz, right? They're coming out, and they see Dorothy, like, who is the hell is that? that? Toto. Yeah, like, you know, like, my dad was like this, uh, this weird, you know, like who the hell is that? I'm like, yeah, I got a father, but there was times, you know, and I can joke now. There was times where I used to be like, damn, I wish he just abandoned us like the rest of the neighborhood. 
think back on it, like my dad was, my dad was like my 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 parents divorced, but my dad was always around. He had us all the time, and I felt like they co-parented really well. Like I can only imagine what my dad, if I'm being honest, had to go through with my mom. Like she wasn't like. You know, you have sometimes the moms are more stable than the dads. Like, it was total opposite for us. So, like, you can only imagine what my dad had to go through or also feeling like, are my kids safe? Because, you know, we were with our mom the majority of the time. But my dad was always around. He was giving her money. He got her car at one point. She had cut her leg because of, like, a domestic dispute with an ex-boyfriend. He went to go get her, like, gogs and, like, peroxide. Like, and I was like... Regardless of how I feel about how, like, sometimes he yells at us and stuff like that, I was like, if I was to break up with, like, a boyfriend or, or divorce, like, I want someone who can co-parent, like, the way my dad co-parented with my mom. It's like, he always said, like, I always loved your mom. And, like, he really took care of her. He, like, has five kids with her. And it's not like, oh, well, I'm just picking up my kids and buy it. You know, he really, like, he would come over for Christmas. She would be sleeping in the room all day, but he came over to camcorder and he had all the presents. Like if I look back, like my mom really didn't give us presents like that. It was like our church. And then my dad was bringing over majority of the presents. Like my dad got our car. That was like one of the major things I was like, this man, he, he don't give a fuck about arguing with her or all the circumstances that they had once upon a time. He got her a whole car. And I was like, who does that, you know, giving money, raising one of the kids that wasn't his, you know, like, like, who does this? Like, that's why I was like, my dad's like, man wise, when it comes to taking care of kids, like, he's held, like, he's so high up that there's not a lot of men who can reach his, the bar, my dad has said, like, regardless of like, us fighting and arguing and stuff, like the man he is, it was like, that's the kind of man I can only hope to um, you know, like if something happened and I wasn't with this guy anymore, like that's the kind of co-parenting I want. That's the kind of friendship I want. You know, um, my dad was like, yeah, that was a real G 11 o'clock at night coming over just to check on us, just to see if we're breathing. That was like the kind of dad he was, you know? So, I mean, that's what I wanted, but there's just guys out there who are not mature enough to be like, okay, well, we're not together, but let's make this work. Let's be friendly. Let's work through our issues. And yeah, I'm like, I mean, I've seen around it. that, around our separation time, I think you were, you had your surgery, correct? Right, I had my surgery, and you were still helping me out. And I feel like there was a little tension, just a little bit. No, I just think uh, I got a, I got a kick out of you being uh, scared of being stabbed with a little that needle. A bitch? He's a, he just <laughs> likes to see me hurt. No, but when when we were broken up and I got my surgery and I was trying to get extra fine, you know, um, you definitely were there. I'm like, I need to pee. Three o'clock in the morning, you help me go and pee. You I know, mean, walk around, walk you around, change yeah. my drains and stuff like that. I care about you also, and I would not have the other two if it weren't for you. So there's a level of respect that I, I, I you, you should get um just right off the bat. I feel yeah. like, and I think. That just should be apparent for anybody in, who is in that type of situation. Yeah. Like, 
both of it should be mutual, of course. You know what I mean. So the same should go for me if I was if I had surgery and you know needed some help, you might have to come over and you know I would whatever. You like and you would have for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, I only should have. I I I mean, I believe it's only warranted that you know you had that same attention and respect. Um, uh, the communication side of things was like you know yeah I I, you, I, I yeah, definitely still could have picked feelings, it up on you know? that for sure. Um, I did sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I know you were, like, working a lot and stuff like that. But I was like, God damn, like, shit, like, uh, motherhood don't stop for me. It don't stop for you for, for yeah, the, you don't you're get right off that. days. You are right about that one. But, you know, we were able to work through that. Like, even when we were broken up for two years, I was still, like, happy anniversary, happy birthday. Here's a Father's Day gift. Here's a birthday gift because... And I would do that for my ex, too. I would still say, like, happy Father's Day, happy birthday. But then when I noticed it wasn't being reciprocated, I was like, well, fuck you, too. Like, I'm only being nice. and But I'm not going to kiss your ass because I'm the I one working the, hard over here. So. That's true. That's yeah, true. so I I am the type of person who will keep it civil. Mm-hmm. Just don't change up when you get a girlfriend. You know, that's what's, it's about the communication. Men don't tend to talk. I'm a woman who wanted to make sure that when you came in my life, that there was respect on his end. He knew, like, you're important to me. We're not going to have any issues because the worst thing in the world is to be in the middle mm-hmm. of two people, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like this person I'm co-parenting with and it's going well, but then I have yeah. someone new in my life and I don't want them to throw a wrench in it or the other person to throw a wrench in in anything. So yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think men tend to talk. That's why there's always a baby mama, baby daddy drama. And you got people fighting and all this shit. So it's it's all about talking. Yeah, the communication lines have to be completely clear or, or else you're gonna you're gonna run into some issues for sure. And I think after we finally did like, you know, start mending things, I, I, I really recognize that. I mean we're communication champs now, so that's Yeah, absolutely. That's no problem. So I think that it took a it took a, a bit of that draw to go, oh, okay. I, that needs to be picked up on, and this is where the major pitfall really, truly is in that yeah. way. You know what I mean? The major pitfall um, is the actual lack of communication thereof. Because without the communication, you're not going to build that level of respect. You're not going to build that level of understanding between one right. another. You know, and the way things can be copacetic between your relationship and then. Um, the child or the children, you know what I mean, involved, it's mm-hmm. like that gets severed and they lose. Like I said, she's not, like, missing anything, but there's still an additive that she lacks because he's outside of that picture, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it could be double dad duty would be awesome, right? Like, whoa, we could really put in some good work for her. And right, she- we can all communicate instead of seeming like, okay, well, you know, if you can, three heads are better than two. Right. You know, so um, how do you feel? Because I saw something on Facebook by somebody. This is this guy who was like, you know, I got stuff going on with my baby mama. Like, we're good, you know? And I'm not going to let nobody come in and be able to say nothing about my relationship with my baby mama. And I was like, how can you... Now, if it's just a random boy for a girlfriend, then I can understand them not really having to say so in things. But if you plan on getting married, how can you say that? Do you feel like um, your spouse should have a say so or some kind of opinion about 
um, the co-parenting or the raising of the kids? Um, to a degree. Yeah. I think there should be, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it would be probably more or less um, based on how the relationship is at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that it's possible, but I don't know if I've seen anything personally where it worked out. I don't know. Well, you know what? Like, I feel like when the guy said it on Facebook, it was like he was still fucking his, like, ex. And he had a thing going to where he was like, you're not going to mess up what's going on. You're just going to, you just have to be quiet about my situation. And I was like, no. If I marry you, you should be able to say, you know what? I think you should have an opinion about things. Yeah. It's about communication. Um. If I have a good co-parenting and a friendly relationship with my ex, that should be something known. Hey, this is what's going on. But there's a respect factor that goes along with it. Yeah. There cannot be no, oh, you calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning and the kids sleep. Or, hey, can I come see you and the kid's not here. Conversations need to really be 98% of the time about the kids. There can be times where you might say, hey, what's going on, you know, just being friendly, but it's appropriate times. You know, again, the three o'clock in the morning, that shit, we friends, nope, that's just not going to work. Yeah. It has to be about <clears throat> the kids. So there's a fine line because people can literally be like, we're friends. Are you, or is there still some sexual activity going on? Because there should be no reason why an ex should be calling you, but they got the kids. And yeah, it's not it, about the kids. Yeah, um, there are definitely lines that got to be drawn and boundaries that need to be made when, when like, the, the significant other is added to that uh, relationship or right. that that, um, that operation, if you will, because mm -hmm. it is its own little operation in itself, you know what I mean? Uh, there are definitely lines that got to get drawn, of course, you know, boundaries that got to be set. Um, I just think that those have to be really drawn out because if you don't, then you run the lines in in the in, in of like jealousy. Oh yeah, absolutely. In the you know, um, you're not gonna be trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and that could lead to some real nasty little ickiness later on. I think that's kind of what my mom like semi went through with my mean? dad, my and my actual dad. Um you know, dependent on their breakup because yeah. I am in between two different children, right? Like really close in age. Yeah, really close in age. Really within months apart. Damn, he was fucking. Yeah, he was out here. Fucking doing and it. sucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like my brother my older brother is born he was born last month. So so May. Yeah, he was born in May. Okay. And then I'm shortly after. Right, so it's like that's why I always wonder. Like, was there a real relationship or what? Because, like, right. goddamn. Right. So, uh, that's, so that's really. <laughs> you think we gonna be best friends after you've been fucking and sucking behind Man. my back, or unless he was I out know. there in them streets, wasn't he? Right, <laughs> and in them sheets. <laughs> I th <laughs> like goddamn. <laughs> that's why I always ask too. Like when I was single, I don't. I never really talked to guys with kids. You can call me a hypocrite because I had a kid, and then, but I wasn't talking to guys because I feel like men don't ever have home taken care of, and they don't know. And the women they could still be fucking, 
So I never tried to talk to guys or date guys who had kids. That's a fair assumption, though. Yeah. I can't be mad at you with that assumption. <laughs> I, I, they never know. I took. I, I had my stuff in check over here, but Definitely. I like Definitely. always like ran into situations where friends or family members would say, "Oh yeah, I'm talking to this guy," and then his baby mama blah blah blah. I'm like, "Oh no, I don't mm. care if I have a kid. I don't. I never liked it to talk to guys who had kids because it was usually shit. Have I dated guys with kids? Yes, and. I mean, there's a reason why I didn't end up with them. <laughs> like, you know? But um, it's—I think it's important to ask, like, how, you know, how old is the kids? Okay. Because you can't be like, oh yeah, well they three months. No, y'all still love each other. Stop it, y'all still fucking. Yeah, there's there's a lot more involved there. Yeah. It's a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a baby, and, and I don't know. Sometimes men like to have their cake and eat it too. So. I don't want to be in the middle Not of just no men. Bullshit. Some women. Let's let's relax with that. I guess someone. <laughs> the men tend to be the ones that move on first. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't get into it because I didn't get with no man who had a kid. Okay, he was fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I was fresh. It is fucking hilarious. Yo. <laughs> I just play it, but I knew I didn't have to deal with no shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I know there's a stigma, you know, because even in the back of my my mind was like, I have a child, and I wonder if any guy I talk to are going to think, like, I'm still with the guy, or there's baby daddy drama or something. I always feel like for the, I mean, I don't know. There was guys who knew, they were like, damn, she's got, she got it pretty good. Like, there's not, yeah, because there's the communication, and there's a lot that we had to work through. Mm-hmm. There's no, no way I can be honest that I could have been with someone and only been like a year out, if I'm being honest, with my ex. There was so much history, so much stuff that we had to work through. Right. To be right. like, to, to co-parent. Yeah. yeah. And then it still ended up falling apart. So, so how long would you say that the the building, the, found, the, the foundational work of, the, of building the co-parenting relationship between you and him. How long did that take before it actually did end up falling by the wayside? It took uh, several years, you know, like I would say three, four, year, four or five years, oh, you know, to man. where we were okay. good. Okay. Like when I was like, oh, we're good. But then click like that, you move on. And then it fell by the wayside because when y'all both single – then you guys can work through things. But then sometimes when new people come into the equation, depending on how the person still feels, they could be in the back of their mind still maybe want to be with you, and then things just fall by the wayside. So you guys have to be mature, take your feelings out of it so that you can co-parent, and maybe one day you can have a friendly relationship. I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. Uh, I think you got to be smart about it, Mom. But <laughs> I have a question though. With that, did did your did your fathers have conversations like, "Hey, this is my son. You better take care of him," <clears throat> even though I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm not, it's wild, bro. <laughs> like, take care of my son. Take take care of my my seed. <laughs> like, did they ever have a conversation where it was like, uh, no. I'm, I'm literally thinking about it now. No, I've I've never, ever in my life witnessed my my dad and my biological father shake hands, sit down. Yeah, I never seen that. Either. Talk. I've never seen it. 
I've never seen. Like, be in the same room with one another. At least with, with me and, you know, we've been able to, like, at least be in the same room. I've talked. I've had a same conversation. Same room. We have parties with yes. three different families together. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and try to keep everything as civil and cordial and full yeah, of, like, no energy for our, our baby. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the moment. But, um, yeah, I, I, there was never anything that, that could have even sparked a inkling of like camaraderie between my dad and my biological like there was i don't know if they even spoke a lick of english to one another in general genuinely speaking i think my mom was a liaison and the liaison was just like for her and her feelings and him like because he still Mm. wasn't even involved with me so Right. It's like literally like a handful of maybe, like I said, five moments that I can think of where I was like, okay, this was something meaningful in my life, maybe. But like other than that, no. So I I still, that best friend thing is interesting. I'm really going to have to talk to her about that. I have a question (laughs) because towards the end of your father, your biological father's days, your mom was kind of going over there and trying to take him food and whatever was she said. If she was still with your stepfather, would that be okay? I'm not really sure. But you know what? My mom is the type of woman that uh, if she says she's going to do it, she's going to do it no matter what you feel about it. Okay. Uh, kind of probably where I get that from. <laughs> you know what? I don't like that a little. I mean, I understand that. I, You know, I want to do something because I'm doing it because I'm being nice and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't want you to stop me because of your insecurities. Yeah. Um, But, th- you know, this is what I tell the kids all the time. Uh, Daddy said no. And if, you you know, I'm not going to say yes. And for your little couple hours of pleasure of hanging out and all that and have a couple of days of hell, you know, be- and y'all not going to get in the middle of me and daddy. Yeah, you know, so I, I, you know, I try to stay on the same page because I'm not gonna be arguing over something that's gonna be so small that. Yeah, I, I've, I've never. Oh man, I, this is gonna be. I'm gonna have to go to my mom with so many questions. Thank you, babe. You want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to revisit. But like, I, I just, I've never, I've never could think of any moment that they, any one of them, other than my mom being her liaison between those two meaning her and my biological father. Man, my, my stepdad was not in the picture with any um, conversation or anything. You know what I mean? He kind of like just, it's like a silent investor. You know what I mean? Like an angel investor. You know what okay. I mean? They give you the money, and then they shut the fuck up and just let you build. Okay. And, because they, they just know that when, they, when you blow up, they'll get a huge check later. It's kind of like, as long as everything's okay over here, I ain't got to really step in on it. Oh, okay. and he wasn't in, and in, my dad was never involved in my life or our lives anyway. So he's already like, I guess, king of the castle. Anywho, you know what I mean? You know, I was thinking though, like, because he had a wife, so it was like, can yeah. he bring like her bringing him stuff or taking him places? Was it okay on? I don't know, and it, I mean, if they were together, it, it might have been an issue. If they have, it was a good relationship, but I mean, since they weren't together, and my mom is that type of woman that I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it for my best friend, quote unquote. I you know, feel like it just didn't matter or phase. You know what I mean? When they got, you know, older, but when you get older, I guess that won't be a thing either. You know, I guess it's like I don't really care. 
Yeah, yeah. The level of the level of that becomes indifferent. I feel like almost aloof, for sure. Do you have any last words of wisdom talking about co-parenting and being friendly with your be be better uh, co-parents, be better parents, uh, love your children, love yourselves, um, and yeah. I guess that's all I got. I'm going to talk to my mom for sure because, like, emotions are rising now. (laughs) Now, remember, you guys, we do put out new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms. Thank you guys so much for listening every week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Cheers.